Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We're in Matthew chapter 12. Let's go back and pick up the story. I'm going to start at verse 22 again. We've already covered the first few verses of this over the previous couple of episodes, but we have to be reminded, right, of what the scene is. So verse 22 says this, Then a demon-possessed man who was blind and mute was brought to Jesus, and he healed him, so that the mute man spoke and saw. All the crowds were amazed and were saying, This man cannot be the son of David, can he? But when the Pharisees heard this, they said, This man cast out demons only by Beelzebul, the ruler of the demons. Verse 25. And knowing their thoughts, Jesus said to them, Any kingdom divided against itself is laid waste, and any city or house divided against itself will not stand. If Satan cast out Satan, he is divided against himself. How then will his kingdom stand? If I, and this is Jesus speaking, if I by Beelzebub cast out demons, by whom do your sons cast them out? For this reason, they will be your judges. So that's where we left off in the previous episode that Jesus was bringing to their remembrance uh, that some of their sons, some of the Jewish people, were casting out demons. Okay, And you actually see an account of that in the book of Acts that happens many, many years later. But they knew the power of God. They knew the, the fact that there were demonic things going on, and they would cast them out. And so Jesus is saying, hey, if I'm casting out demons by the power of Beelzebub, then are your sons, are your people doing the same thing? When the demons come out, when they cast them out, are they doing it by the power of the devil also? Jesus continues, verse 28. But if I cast out demons by the Spirit of God, then the kingdom of God has come upon you, or the kingdom of God has come near you. And Jesus says this all the time. So he's saying, okay, you're saying that I'm doing this by the power of Beelzebub, and I'm casting out demons by the power of demons. But I tell you what, if I'm casting out demons by the Spirit of God, what does that mean? He says it means that the kingdom of God is at hand. It means that I'm moving within the power of the kingdom of God. It means that the things that I'm saying are true. Verse 29, Jesus continues, Or how can anyone enter the strong man's house and carry off his property unless he first binds the strong man, and then he will plunder his house? Verse 30, He who is not with me is against me, and he who does not gather with me scatters. And so what is Jesus saying here? <clears throat> He's saying, hey, if you're going to come in to a strong man's house and to carry off his property, you got to bind that strong man first, and then you can plunder his house. He's saying, I'm casting out these demons from these folks to where they can be prepared to receive the kingdom of God. Okay, where they can be prepared for this. And then Jesus just cuts to the chase of what's been going on up to this time, really, in his encounters with the religious rulers. He says, he who is not with me is against me. And he who does not gather with me scatters. So he's saying, religious rulers, you're resisting me. You're saying that I'm of the evil one. Okay, that I'm of the evil one. 
then you're scattering. But boy, Jesus didn't stop there. These next two verses, Matthew 12, verses 31 and 32, boy, are they open for some interpretation. And there's been debate over this through the years. Jesus says this, therefore, I say to you, so who's he speaking to here? Okay. He's speaking, yes, to the people. But it said in verse 25, knowing their thoughts, Jesus said to them, he's speaking to the religious rulers. He says, therefore, I say to you, any sin and blasphemy shall be forgiven people. But blasphemy against the Spirit shall not be forgiven. And boy, this is one that I've actually seen people struggle with through the years because they'll say, well, I blasphemed the Holy Spirit, okay? And I can't be saved because I did that. I'm going to tell you right now, that's not at all what's being said here. What they were doing was they were giving credit to the enemy for that which the Spirit was doing. And if you do that and you walk in unrepentance from that and you don't turn from that, then it's not going to be forgiven. Now, Jesus doubles and triples down on it even more in verse 32. Listen to this. He says, Whoever speaks a word against the Son of God, it will be forgiven him. But whoever speaks against the Holy Spirit, it shall not be forgiven him, either in this age or in the age to come. Okay, in this age or the age to come. Now, as I said, boy, there's been all sorts of interpretations of this. Uh, let me just cut to the bottom line of where my thoughts are on this. A lot of times people are saying, well, it's impossible to be forgiven for this. I don't believe that's what it's saying. Okay, I think that God is saying this. If you refuse to walk in repentance, if you refuse to walk in forgiveness, okay, if you continue to insist, yeah, it's not the Holy Spirit, but that it's man that's doing this. If you continue to be smirched, the Holy Spirit, it's not going to be forgiving you in this age or in that age to come because you're doing what? You're speaking against the Holy Spirit. Let me tell you, there's a lot of folks that do this today. There's a lot of folks that profess to be Christians that speak against the Holy Spirit. Other portion of the Scripture tells us to quench not the Holy Spirit, to don't grieve the Holy Spirit. We've been forewarned to do this. Now, if you come and all of a sudden you feel convicted about this and you think, oh, Lord, have I done this? Have I convicted? Have I grieved the Holy Spirit? Well, repent it. Repent of it. Confess of it. And watch what the Lord does, okay? It's not like God's going to say, uh, no, 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 okay, I'm not going to forgive you because, you know, where did that conviction come from? The conviction came from God to do this. But here's the deal. You, you're not going to be able to sit there and say, oh, I'm just living in my uh, religious faith, my religious beliefs, and you're speaking against the Holy Spirit, and then you're equating things that are actually of the Holy Spirit with the things of the evil one. Boy, you got to be so careful right there, so careful. Now, I understand uh, Satan can come as an angel of light, and Satan does emulate the things of the Spirit. And Satan will pervert the things of the Spirit and look like it's of the Spirit. And it's not. It's of Satan. And you say, well, how in the world do you know the difference in all this? Well, that's the reason that we need the discernment of the Lord. We need the discernment of the Holy Spirit. So where does that leave us with all this? Well, it leaves us here. Uh, first of all, don't quench the Holy Spirit. Don't speak against the Holy Spirit. 
don't make fun of the Holy Spirit. Sometimes the Holy Spirit moves upon people and within people and does things. And we sort of sit there and we don't understand and we will actually laugh. We will mock. There's times that the Holy Spirit will do something physically. Okay? This time when the Holy Spirit will speak through somebody. Okay? We'll speak through somebody. And we refuse to believe. Be real careful with that. You know, the world refused to believe the Holy Spirit speaking through um, Noah. <laughs> okay, for 120 years, he preached righteousness, <coughs> and they didn't believe. He preached the truth, and they didn't believe. So, you know, be careful with this. Take it to the Lord and say, Lord, give me understanding about this, because I don't want to speak against the Holy Spirit. I don't want to grieve the Holy Spirit. I don't want to quench the Holy Spirit. As a matter of fact, I want to be full of the Holy Spirit. Also, be aware of what the context was right here. If these religious rulers were giving glory to the demons and to the ruler of the demons by saying, oh, Jesus is doing this through Beelzebub. You do not do that. Okay? You do not do that. Anyway, Matthew, uh, well, what is it? Verses 22 through 32. Read this before you lay up on your nightbed this evening and see what the Lord speaks to you. Again, I'm Dale. I'll see you all in the next episode.